Welcome to Nope. I'm starting over. <laughs> <laughs> did you fall off your chair? Is that what happened? Yeah, I did. That's why. That's that, let she that be a lesson floor. of how important it is. Next thing you know. Yeah. All right. Oh okay. wow! I just fucking whammed into my desk. Cool. <laughs> you see? This is just like the band Wham, where someone said Wham. All right. Welcome to the Big Match Minute. This is the show where we take uh, wrestling matches and we break them down minute by minute in in the way that only we can. I am Diet Coke, and I'm Lilith, and we're we're here to close out the the final deletion. We're here to do the last minute, but we're not alone, are we, Lily? No, we are not. Hey, Amanda. <laughs> hey, I've been here the whole time. If you were wondering where the immaculate vibes, the moment that you turn on this episode, were coming from, it they was just me. radiate off of you. They it's, radiate off of me. It's part of yeah. being orange. Uh-huh. Um, you know. Oh, oh no! It's just my dog being a shithead. Oh, he's okay. He's a good boy, but he is very nervous that mommy is gone because Issa went to go get her prescriptions. Anyways, enough domesticity. It's Pride Month, and I'm here. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. And we're here to discuss the final minute of the final deletion. So which excited. The um the twist is, of course, that we have not showed you the final the <laughs> match, the final minute of the Can you help me, Emily? <laughs> the <laughs> final minute of the final deletion of the final episode of Big Match Minute. Thank you, yeah. Amanda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so, but we had you on near the beginning. Yes. Right. It I was... was there for for some landscaping. Uh huh. And for some, not manscaping, but there were certainly gentlemen in there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Jeff Hardy, like his facial hair. I guess. Yeah. I, 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 you don't. That's not what people usually call manscaping, but uh, it's a landscaped man. That's true. Landscaped man. But that kind of brings me into what I wanted to. So, given what you remember. Um, Which is not not fucking much. I will tell uh-huh, you why. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, maybe we can maybe we can help jog your memory because I remember vaguely what was going on in those couple minutes. Yeah. Um, but I want to know what where you think things went and what your oh, you fuck. know. <laughs> fuck. This yeah. is gonna be great. No, let's um, just play it blind. I don't want to. Well, don't jog my memory at all. Okay. Okay. Uh, um okay um, oh fuck uh okay so i remember there were some drones mm-hmm. these are brothers right yes yes and their names are <laughs> <laughs> brother a and brother b that's right um, <laughs> you got it you're doing it brother a and brother b brother a the one inside the house brother b being outside the house, B for being outside the house doing other things. Um, Makes sense. Brother A, a all for perfect a so man far. inside a house. Um, so he uh, he was attacked by some drones. The final mm-hmm. deletion. The brother brother B outside has a family and perhaps is holding some kind of fiesta. From what I can understand, <laughs> yes, like a birthday okay. fiesta. Um, brother B fucks up brother a's immaculately manicured lawn um Mm -hmm. and chases him with drones and then sets up 
He gets like an old, there was some kind of racially insensitive thing. He gets an old man to set up the wrestling <laughs> thing, I think. Yeah, was it racially insensitive? <laughs> I can't remember. I can't yeah. remember. Was there an old man? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. He <laughs> gets a man. That's, that's Senor Benjamin. Senor, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Dope. Um, and the last thing I remember is, of course, that they're going to finally, there's going to be like a final deletion. They're going to fight. I mean, you got it. Uh, Fuck yeah. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you something. You basically got what happened afterwards because there was a final deletion and they fought. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah wait. True. I forgot to predict what happened. No, 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 no. All right. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I want to believe. I want to believe that there uh-huh. were. Final deletion implies so many things. Like, defeat and deletion are two different things. Mm -hmm. That's, like, my Matrix 5 uh, tagline. Defeat and deletion (laughs) are two different things. Uh, Very cyberpunk. But um, I just, I I really think that, like, maybe maybe he burns his birth records at the end. Maybe he (laughs) rearranges his DNA. Maybe he reaches all the way up and just turns the man inside out and undoes him from within. We just don't know. So whatever happens... I like okay. to believe that maybe there's a final deletion at play. So I really like all of your ideas. Fuck um, yeah. And now, now Diet Coke, what should we go into the minute or should we also talk about what actually did happen? Uh, I think we just go into the minute. I want to yeah. go into the minute raw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Y'all, my dog, I just realized why he's upset. He doesn't know what podcasting is. He thinks I'm talking to him. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, he strongly does. He's like looking at me with his face. He's so confused. He's doing puppy head tilt. Oh, no. Okay, well, look, we're going to power through, but that was very cute. There comes a moment when every dog's life, when they must learn what podcasts are, unfortunately. Yes. Oh, we've got color grading out the ass. Absolutely. Is this like some day for night kind of uh, or whatever night for day kind of fucking bullshit? It's, like, we'll see. Well, yeah, I don't want to give it away too much. This is just like in The Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) Very much like The Lion King. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what, like, pagan god they've accidentally made a sacrifice to. (laughs) (laughs) This is how you get smote. Oh, my God. There's so much to unpack here. But also, there's also, there's, like, so much, but also so little and also so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's the final deletion, baby. <laughs> that's the final deletion. There is. Let's let's get into it. We we see some dirt first. Yeah, some yeah. some blue dirt to represent Very blue dirt. The 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 sad tone of what goes on. It's yeah. blue for sad. <laughs> blue does equal sad. Blue does equal sad. As that's... as English class tells us. Mm-hmm. Blue is sad. 
as English class tells us, and as the Gatorade company defies, blue <laughs> equals sad. Blue equals sad. Wait, hold on. How does the Gatorade company defy that blue equals sad? Well, when it comes to Gatorade, blue doesn't equal sad. Blue is a, it's a taste sensation. It's a great drink. Mm. I think that sadness in and of itself, if you have the, the right type of like melancholic personality, could also be delicious. Uh, just a great drink. I suppose I all I know is that when I'm when I'm drinking blue Gatorade, I'm having fun. That's not, that's not <laughs> sad about that. Happy Pride Month! If you're drinking blue, you're being you. Um, yeah, hey. yeah. And Blue's Clues—that's a great show. Not sad mm-hmm. at all. So we already sure. have two pieces of evidence against this, but I yeah. do think Boom. that in this case, blue is sad. And there's also this insane, like the—I don't want to rush ahead from the dirt. But the, the next shot is like this insane, like dark blue evening sky. Yeah, uh, and and just the, like there's something to say, like how like feral and like animalistic this shot is of like you can't, yeah. you can almost see his like teeth. I think that those are like his teeth. <laughs> yeah. If you pause it and zoom in, you could like see this white flash of like perhaps this man's teeth. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, yeah, his, no, like, those are definitely his teeth because he's yelling. Yeah, and his like shaggy ass, like George of the Jungle. Like this is giving me, this is giving me like two thousand one monolith ape. This is giving me like David Lynch, Mahala Drive dumpster person. This is giving me everything it needs to give me. Um, this guy has got his trousers on. This just starting right here. I do want to, you know, we've been talking uh, talking a lot about, you know, the the time, uh, the temporality of this minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the morning sun just coming up. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that's the lighting situation we're dealing with. These men have been fighting all night. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I'm still willing to co-sign that. I, th- there are some questions about the timeline that I feel haven't been answered. I mean, in fiction, maybe. That is definitely what is happening in real life. Right now, in, well, yeah, for sure. In real life, they it was, they shot this over one night, and then the sun started to come up, and they were like, "Oh fuck, we better film the finish." <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh that my is god! For okay. sure, what happened? <laughs> oh fuck! That's funny as fuck. Which is why, to me, I feel there are unanswered questions in fiction as to whether mm-hmm. or not they were fighting we, all night. We did have a theory last week where we said maybe they cut out the greatest Iron Man match in wrestling history and <laughs> only showed us, like, they just cut eight eight hours just right in the middle there. Right, because did they, did they start fighting at, like, nightfall or what? It was... I think it was, I think, well, and this, we might have to actually go back to, you know, a minute that you were there for. I believe he said either at midnight or at nightfall is when the final deletion began. I think nightfall. I'm pretty sure it's nightfall. When they entered the ring, it was like, it was one of those situations where it would cut between two different shots of very obviously different times of night, which is partly why it's so hard to establish a clear timeline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but it was a mm-hmm. night fight. They were fighting yes. at night. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was. So it was I feel dark better out. about this. The ring was lit with tiki torches. I remember that. That was the racial insensitivity that I recall. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there, there was, was more t- than that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm yeah. sure. 
<laughs> you, I'm sure. You were in no way wrong about that. <laughs> right. But so we do see this man. Mm-hmm. And perched, he, poised. He does a yell that I think might have been kind of hard for y'all to hear. Oh, yeah. Wait, I want to play it. Oh, my God. Wait, okay. I thought that that was part of the mix of the music and that this was like a new age... Like, it's so quiet, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like, uh, I thought that was like, like, like some kind of like tune or or sample of like mm-hmm. some kind of spiritual sort of incantation, and not him yelling all like all fuck from the top of whatever the hell this sigil, this rune, this sword, mm-hmm. this like I don't know physical manifestation of a tribal tattoo is. Yeah, um, and that's kind of Jeff Hardy's personal symbol. Yeah, I love it when a man has a personal symbol. Yeah, he's he's got it. He's got it like on a necklace around his neck, and it's like his band's logo or whatever. Sounds gay. All right. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't disagree. It's, it's pretty gay. I mean, yeah. it, was, it could be gayer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be cooler if it was gayer. But what what happens next? So it's <laughs> funny you should ask, Lilith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> From what I can tell, he gives out an animal yell, mm-hmm. and then his brother rolls over and surreptitiously lights what appears to be like a large, like gasoline pile. Uh-huh. I don't fucking know. And then he f- it lights up the sigil in like a straight line. Probably does, like, sort of scorch him to all fuck, although he seems fine. I think it just is, like, some blowback from the light. Um, And then Brother A, I know it's Brother (laughs) A because he doesn't have this awesome Mad Max ass, like, Cruella de Vil, like, blonde streak in his hair. Um, Cruella Cruella now showing in theaters in front of the pod. This, this um, podcast is brought to you by Cruella. It's brought. I don't know what happens in Cruella. Um, all right. Anyway, so Diet Coke and I watched Cruella over the weekend. Yeah. It, it kind of rips, unfortunately. It does. Oh, kicks fuck. Ass. I, 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 uh, I, I am. I share a bed, a life, and uh, a romantic uh, entanglement with a, a serious Glenn Close stand. So those words are uh, not allowed in my house. Is to say that the current <laughs> Cruella is acceptable, fair. Well, um, Glenn because... Close did produce the current Cruella, yep. so it does executive seem like she's, producer. Yeah. she's a fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. Glenn Cr- Glenn Close also executive produced a movie called The Wild Wedding, starring her, John Malkovich, and Patrick Stewart. And I've seen it twice <laughs> because my girlfriend is a crazy person, and it's like the it's like maybe the worst movie I've ever watched. Uh, <laughs> so, Glenn Close's executive production credits are not something that I would couch the quality of a film on. Well, sure, uh, but it at least show anyone who is a Glenn Close super fan. That the, the the new Cruella does have the Glencoe seal of approval. We're not selling to the super fan right now, unfortunately, though. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> see, I think that the the Glen Close super fan, it's like you know, do as I say, not as I do, sort of thing. Like we don't want to mm-hmm. see her do anything. We don't want to. That's actually not the right aphorism for that fucking at all. But I've had half a gin and tonic, <laughs> and I'm feeling it. Glen Close, we don't want her to produce. We just want to see her. Anyways, okay, fucking. <laughs> brother but wait we're back brother yes. c for cruella falls <laughs> no brother brother a falls okay this is where i start to really yeah feel some things i just wrote the word in my notes wrestling 
question mark, question mark, <laughs> underlined three times. Because my question about this is, does this constitute a wrestling move if somebody falls like fuck onto some rocks and then you drag their body over and pin it down and you win the match? <laughs> also, Brother A is rocking some lime green underwear, which I love to see. Yeah, it is nice to see that. It's nice to see that. This is, this is you know, there are... This is one of those uh, wrestling matches where there's no disqualifications. Uh-huh. Um, in, and so, yeah, that's the end of the match. He won by doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a legal move. Um, what have we seen so far, though, in the match, Diet Coke, other than... Oh, I mean, fireworks, a dilapidated boat. There was a boat. Wait, 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 wait. There's a boat? He hits it with a boat? So no, the, the boat was used as a shield from the firework. Wait, what fireworks? Hold on. Yeah, there Holland's... were fireworks. <laughs> there, there, there were fireworks being shot at oh each God. other. Yeah. At and each then, other. Uh-huh. Are we talking like some some Roman candles? Are we talking about like a hand sparkler, like an Animal Crossing? How? No, like a like a like one of those big tubes that like shoots things that's supposed to shoot up in the air. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> that's insane. Is that real? That's, that's that real. is real. That's Ladies, completely is, real. Is is wrestling real? Like I don't know enough about <laughs> wrestling, and we we'll, we'll probably can't get into that. That it's real sounds, enough. Let's put it that way. It's real to me, damn it, is the uh, <laughs> rallying cry, I believe. All right. I just, I have, okay. So I promise not to talk about my life at home too much more. Mm-hmm. No, you're good. But, but my sweet wife has a lifelong fear of all handheld and close contact fireworks because her mom told her once when she was a kid that like, if you have a sparkler and the spark lands on your foot, it like burns all the way through your foot because it's like mm-hmm. molten hot and it's like 6 million degrees. Now, I we told a story on this podcast how I am similarly afraid of fireworks because my grandpa told me he lost a finger to one. They're mm-hmm. very scary. Now, mm-hmm. these men have chosen to use them at each other mm-hmm. as weapons. So what do we think of that? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, when you when you watch it, it becomes very clear that they're not actually trying to hurt each other. Yeah, there's because not a real that's... risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it does make for a pretty fucking compelling visual. I mean, there's definitely risks. Yeah, I wouldn't advise. I wouldn't advise that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We here at the Big Match Minute are here to tell you, don't shoot fireworks at your friends. Don't shoot fireworks at your friends. But yeah, and then, um, then the pin happens. So wait, no, it certainly does. That's not. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, because no, no, no. <laughs> you... The pin happens, but before that, a couple of other things happen. So I said, oh, it's like the Lion King, because all I can think about is like there's a moment, this tender moment of like, are these two brothers torn apart by feud going to reconcile as one of them has fallen from a great height from a ladder into fire onto rocks? And so he's like crawling over to him. I was like, oh, maybe he's going to help him. Maybe they're going to hug. Maybe they're mm-hmm. going to just... And then he's like, he drags him over. I'm like, oh, yeah, because it looks for a second and then he tosses him 
And then he pins him and I just know, and the referee just comes out of there looking like a Jolly Rancher, just like absolutely out of the fuck nowhere. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he does like a Christ pose. Like he mm-hmm. does like a, he does a Christ pose. Yeah. At the mm-hmm. end, which seems like an interesting choice. There's a lot of choices. There's, There's a lot, lot of Christ choices. imagery. It's a clear, clear Christ analog, this story. Now, one of the things that I, I, I that you talked about that is interesting to note, um, in going back to you know uh, the possibility of brotherly reconciliation and your hopes being dashed upon the rocks, um, a few minutes back, when we were having, a few episodes back, I should say, when we were having some, there's an extended part of this that is kind of just wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we struggled sure. a little bit talking about it. So we paired a few uh, movies with those minutes to make it less boring. And one of them that we did was a four hour and 20 minute cut of uh, Star Wars episode three. That's Did I get correct. all that right? Yeah. That's, that's all correct. Wait, wait, hold on. I'll take any questions you have. <laughs> oh my god. Well, in some <laughs> ways, it couldn't have prepared you better. Yeah, I think that's actually accurate. That's that's actually one of my favorite. Like our little discussion about that was fun. It was a good time. Oh, yeah. it was a good time yeah. and a good movie. Can I? Here's here's the thing that'll surprise you about uh, about it, Amanda. Kind of makes the movie work. Uh, okay, here's the thing. I know my thing with prequel apologism is as long as you admit that the concept of the prequels is like a good thing, you are in for a fun time because you can at least Mm -hmm. kind of enjoy, like to me, the prequels are kind of like the Star Wars movie to to, to watch because like they actually have the most interesting world building, storytelling, rich rich sci-fi landscapes, all that shit. This is what I've been Um, saying. I mean, Mm -hmm. George Lucas, can suck my dick for yeah. the anti-Semitism and mm-hmm. the racism yes. and those mostly those two, especially the anti-Semitism. It's real bad. It's yeah. bad. It's so bad. And uh, it's bad. And I think it would be more fun if there was like a small gay person in them. Like I love Luke Skywalker. Right. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I would watch easily at any given time. I am sitting in my home wondering when I will next watch all of the Star Wars prequels in order all the way through. So um, allow us to make the pitch. <laughs> so things that it adds in. A bunch of stuff from a bunch of cartoons. That mm-hmm. cartoons, you know. Sure. Eh, but yeah. but they're most of them are like EU canon compliant, so they have people who kind of understand what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. One of the big things it adds in is like there was a kind of cut down B plot. I guess it would be more of like a C plot. Uh, Maybe even a D through E plot. (laughs) Where basically Padme was like meeting with other senators and sowing the seeds of the rebellion. Yes, I do remember that. Uh, Yeah. Which is really, you know, I, so I have actually seen those scenes. I wasn't sure Mm -hmm. like what, I've never like watched the extended cut all the way through. Um, but yes, that's like a very important fucking detail yeah. that they should yeah. have fucking left in because Padme is like a very interesting and cool character. Yes. Now that Portman and I am free on Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and then the other stuff is all about Darth Maul and what he's up to these days. And, and who doesn't want to see that? 
Yeah. Fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi is what he's doing. Well, he's actually a, a plot point is that he tried to get Obi-Wan's attention and didn't, and that's why he's mad. Yeah. yeah that's a real thing. That's genuinely a plot point. You're telling me, like, I don't know. Like, I haven't understood this dynamic from the start. Absolutely. Absolutely. They do, unfortunately, like, never, they have no screen time together. Of course they don't. I would know. Like... I would have gift sets if I if they did. Come on. What do you take me for? <laughs> you know, you're not. <laughs> I see. It's that that sweet, like, soft mask for mask, Star Wars gay pairing that I'm interested in. Not, like, in an actually invested way, but aesthetically, it just throws people right the fuck off whenever I bring it up. So it's in my house of cards here. I just always play it whenever I can. Lilith, <laughs> I've definitely talked to you about it before. Oh, you have. You have. Amanda, have I ever told you about my Star Wars headcanon that ties in to that pairing rather no. nicely? Oh, yeah. Please do. Please do. Qui-Gon Jinn is one oh, of boy. the galaxy's most notorious homophobes. Yes. Yes, 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 it's, yes, it's yes. It's obvious. It just works. Yes. Liam Neeson seems like he would hit me with his car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I remember pitching it to Diet Coke with this when I first told her about it. Just like the scene where Qui-Gon gets back into the ship after Darth Maul attacks him and he's like describing who this mysterious attacker was. If he just threw in a like limp like wrist. A, when like just a slur. Like... Yeah. <laughs> it would make sense. You wouldn't bat an eye. You'd be like, yeah, that's Qui-Gon. Like, this neighborhood's yeah. really turning around. I'll tell you what. You see all kinds of people. I've got kids out here. Yeah. Um, oh, God. <laughs> we got so off topic, but I love God. it. Wait, hold on. I, uh, I'll be, I'll have to take a really, really quick. Okay. We were talking about my favorite subject. Yeah, yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Um, I, I was so excited. I really thought that you were about to like announce like a Star Wars podcast that I was invited to, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> with my good friends, with my friends." Um, I, I, it was like I was seeing the sun again. Um, but I actually, I actually don't think I could handle even just the threat of people who listen to podcasts and are also are interested in Star Wars, like perceiving me. I feel like that's an overlap. It's very dangerous. Yeah, yeah you're um, not wrong. Um, but back to our Revenge of the Sith ass mm-hmm. kind of showdown between two brothers. Yes. Um, so the final deletion. Mm-hmm. There really, there's really not a lot of deleting happening here. Um, there's well, I, man... I disagree. <laughs> Jeff Hardy gets deleted at the end of it. <laughs> does it, okay? See, deletion does imply uh, <laughs> a level of um, fucking like I don't know. It just seems like it's a very digital term, or like he's, there needs to be like he's weaponry. lost a wrestling it's... match at the yeah. end of it. Is the thing? I, yeah, I I know that. <laughs> no, but... no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm in your in your defense is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's all that's happened. Like, sure. It is the final deletion. But to me, like, there's a lot of imagery here that is just so, like, like, just, like, feral and, like, pagan and, like, Mm -hmm. animalistic sacrifice. I just don't know. I just don't know what to think. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's good. My favorite thing, to me, the real star of the show here is like the ladder that you can see leaned up kind of haphazardly against like the sigil <laughs> of Brother A, which please, for the love of fuck, tell me the names of these two brothers before I like so, lose my mind. <laughs> brother A, the one who got knocked off, that's Jeff, and the other guy's Matt. Jeff and Matt, thank you. Matt's yeah. the one with the, the Cruella streak. Yes. yes, and their last names are something. Hardy. Hardy, that's what I thought. Yes, okay, good. I knew that they were the Hardys. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, You have to be pretty fucking hardy to survive that fall. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. Did, why didn't they have, it was that, that should have been a t-shirt for them at some point. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did it just say exactly that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. have to be pretty hardy survive that fall it's just like a picture of them falling through ladders you know how they do that's good i'd i'd i was about to say i'd watch that <laughs> i'd watch that shirt yeah I'd, I'd i'd own that um i actually probably wouldn't but no, I, uh, that's fair I, I like the i like the concept yeah i think i think um you do have to be pretty hardy to survive that fall i like this <laughs> image there's a great shot that we are paused at here mm-hmm. um of this fucking uh, ref just poised, like <laughs> very coquettishly yeah. on. Um, I, I I'm gonna need to just get an enhanced image on that. He uh, looks like he's in the fucking parlor dining on finger sandwiches right now, folks. Um, <laughs> I just think that this is great. Like he looks so demure. He looks so refined. He's perched on those rocks. Probably not making a lot of money today, um, but waiting for this act of violence between two brothers. Um, there has been a certain sensuality about him this whole match. We we yeah. we noticed yeah. that in an earlier minute as well. We had we had someone on who like was very, there was a moment that happened between Matt and the referee where oh some <laughs> some things were discussed. Sparks were flying. <laughs> Sparks were flying. Yeah, yeah, some sure. charged moments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I very love a charged, charged moment. moment. Yeah. I love a charged moment. Um yeah, I mean, I hope so. I hope they go and fuck it out later. What the hell? <laughs> um see, okay. The reason that I asked is that all is because I was expecting some kind of like aftermath with the family of this man, with whatever. Maybe he's like mm-hmm. there sitting on like the iron throne that looks like a giant tribal tattoo, like whatever it is. He's he's gotten into his storage of boxed wine, whatever he happens to have. Um, you know, has taken his crops, his lands, <laughs> um, his lawns, livestock, and women, etc. etc. Um, <laughs> but I'm not sure. This is this is a good time to talk about like what immediately happened after this. As I know, Diet Coke, you don't know this either. That's correct. Essentially, after this, like, Jeff kind of disappeared for a little while. And then when he came back, he was Brother Nero. And he was also dressed like, uh, how did you put Matt Hardy's coat? Because he's not wearing it right now. Oh, the mud cloth shit. Yeah, the mod cloth shit. So now Jeff has mod cloth shit and white contacts. And <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> he's he's all he's all whacked out now too. And they did that for like a year. So his 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 personality was deleted when he was pinned. Let me let me get a good picture of Brother Nero. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Oh, this is this is peak Brother Nero. 
Oh boy. Let me let me get a peek. Oh at boy. This. Oh, let's take a peek. Yes. All right. Now this again, the the embroidery on this <laughs> is really like if fucking Maria from Sound of Music decided to start like an S and M shop, and she's like, "Oh, curtains! I should make curtains for the orphans." Uh, you know, like that's like really like ugly ass like couch upholstery, like fucking uh, print. It's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. What is it with like tacky ass, like, like adult mainstream, not goth, but like dyeing their hair black? Like that on Hate Street where I live, there there are like six stores that sell this shit. And mm-hmm. I don't know who the fuck buys it besides <laughs> all of the men who couldn't get onto the Glee project with their Panic at the Disco covers. It's really like intense. <laughs> the baby's cute as fuck, though. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah, that was the that's the baby whose birthday we saw, I believe. Nah. Well yeah. baby Maxel. Mm-hmm. Enjoy years of uh therapy for that one, bud. Um, <laughs> now how are y'all feeling after having been with the final deletion for so very long? So for me there was an arc with the final deletion. Mm-hmm. It was very fun at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it dipped because there was like five minutes where Diet Coke and I were literally struggling, struggling to put the podcast out because there was so little to talk about with the final deletion. Yeah, it sagged in the middle. And then the last few minutes have been fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, um, you know, it's not meant to be watched like minute by minute, right? I do feel like yeah, like wrestling. That's an interesting sure. concept. Yes, that hadn't occurred to us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our brains are bad, so. Well, we no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. I don't think that you're wrong for doing it. I am a firm believer in engaging with art at whatever pace we see fit, and slow looking is indeed something that many of us in the visual field think uh-huh. is vital to the pursuit and success of the visual arts themselves. But that said, you can only, you know, see so many hairy ham hocks like fucking slamming each other around a rectangle. Uh, that is you know. exactly. Wow. I couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs> but that said, like, if you had, if you had, I haven't podcasted in so long. It feels yeah. like I, I have... I feel like I have gone through like like fire and flames of some kind uh, because the last time we podcasted it was Ghost Puncher, and mm-hmm. it was it was we, it went okay. I was fucking exhausted, and then I did a week at work that was like insane because it was like mainlining socialization in a way that I have not experienced mm. since like pre pandemic because everybody at my job is like vaccinated, so mm-hmm. we went. But then like and like they are very much like the people I work with, which I, I'm sure you've kind of guessed both from the fact that I mentioned that they sent me highball glasses and other things that I've said about my job. But mm-hmm. they're very much like tech company, but also very like 80s. So like we went out to dinner like every single night and I had like filet and lobster and like oysters and red wine and shit. Uh-huh. And I came out just like, I came home like every night just absolutely fucking slammed. I had to like leave my car at the restaurant because my <laughs> don't keep the sin Diet Coke, but like <laughs> um, So like we would just get <laughs> So we'll be sitting there and, and we'll be like, I'll be like, maybe I'll have like a gin and tonic. 
It's like the episode of Mad Men where, where Don tricks Roger into like eating like six dozen oysters at lunchtime and then walking up 12 flights of stairs and he shakes his guts out at the, on the carpet. Um, but it's my life. And so then I got my wisdom teeth removed. So that was like, I was in a haze that entire time. And then like, mm-hmm. cool in the middle of the fucking day. Um, and uh, so that was, that was my week. And then I had my wisdom teeth removed and I was uh-huh. like on like the opioid medication. So I literally feel like I've been in like a substance induced fever dream for like three weeks. So Holy like my ability shit. to talk to people <laughs> is like just totally fucking tanked. Like now I can eat bread again, which is great. So that's another substance that I'm on. Um, but Lilith, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry for like the quality of this podcasting because I feel like I'm truly just like <laughs> no. putting my trading wheels the fuck back on and I don't know even what to say. And this guy's Christ pose is really, really excellent. Can I just say? <laughs> Can I just say? It's, it's good. really good. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. I, it's the wide stance, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, that yeah, does yeah, it for yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Um, And you love to see it. Uh, I was trying to think, isn't there like a movie that famously is like kind of a more like goth version of like somebody, is it The Crow where he does like the Christ pose somewhere in The Crow? I can't fucking remember. Oh, Amanda, don't make me admit that I haven't oh, seen The okay. Crow on a I podcast. I also haven't seen The Crow. It's okay. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it's, it, it's gnarly that I haven't yeah. seen The Crow. It's, it's um. all good. It's okay. Um, all's forgiven. <laughs> You have to watch it one minute at a time now, though, as as retribution. <laughs> uh, no, you have to you have to watch Shit. one minute of the crow and one minute of the Phantom Menace in alternating order. Um, hey, that sounds I half am, all this right. This podcast at least. is called a whole lot of crow with. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love the idea of a podcast where you have to watch The Crow and then a bad movie, like, back-to-back every week just to see if it changes your opinion of The Crow. Um, (laughs) And the movie is The Phantom Menace. Like, here we have a Christ metaphor and a Christ metaphor. (laughs) Yeah, we're mixing our Christ metaphors. And then you have to read, you have to do a reading from the Bible. Yeah. To to close every episode. It's like, it's like a, well, it's it's like a, it's like the Parsha, actually. It's it's very Jewish, actually. You know, every week you have your set uh, reading from the Phantom Menace, and then your set reading from the Crow, (laughs) and then you see what you're, the other day, I fucking, I'll tell you what, Issa has the, the, like, the Torah app on her phone, right? Um, And so we... The other day, because I'll often ask, like, if it's if it's Friday, I'll be like, so, you know, what's what's this week's thing? Let's, like, talk about it. It's, like, a way to connect. The other day, I just walked into the room and I was like, so what are our friends in the tribes of Israel doing? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? She had, I was, like, way <laughs> too familiar about it. I was like, no, 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 those are my friends. Um, but it, it did not land and she was so confused. I will say, I wish that it was Star Wars instead sometimes. <laughs> like, like, on a calendar... What what minute of Star Wars do you watch each each year? And then at the end of it, uh, you burn the corpse of your dead dad. Um, <laughs> okay, it's great. You have to you have to sort of make find yeah, a father every figure year. every year throughout the year. It's part, part of the of challenge. Watch. You're painting a new one, and you're growing out your fuzzy buzz cut and and little rat tail. What the <laughs> fuck was up with that? Can we talk about? They wanted it to be a. A braid on each side instead of just one braid on one mm. side. Wait, are you shitting me? No, not at all. There's you can in the there's a phantom the making of the Phantom Menace documentary, the beginning where you can see Ewan McGregor with the oh, two fuck. braids, and uh, I believe he is advocating for cutting. So he one just of them. wait, 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 wait. Okay, 
So he just, I, I just want to imagine just George Lucas just coming up behind him with a power razor, just, just like. Just. <laughs> well, you see the whole haircut. Like you see him with his, it's, it kind of looks like his velvet gold mine hair. And you, like, you see him sit down and get ready and oh, they shave his head. Fuck, and leave I the love braids. velvet gold mine. Any movie where you see you and McGregor's dick is a great cinematic experience. And that's the only one. So I guess it's the oh, only good true. movie. Anyways, um, this minute was. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the fire really quick. We have two fire signs on this podcast. I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, blue a little bit. Like there's a little bit of blue fire. He obviously, my thought is, does he have the lighter in his pocket the whole time? No. So at the end of the last minute, his wife handed him the candle from his their wait, son's whoa, birthday whoa, cake. Whoa. That... <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. wait. Yeah. This goes yeah. so much deeper than I thought it would. Continue, continue. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. So she hands him the candle from their son's birthday cake, which was established earlier in the minute that it would never go out. So uh, presumably- It would never go out until- Brother Nero was deleted. Right, right. Was there right. a curse placed <laughs> that on it? That was. Well, I mean, the prophecy came true, so I, mm-hmm. there must have been, because it was very clearly just like a cheap, well, shaped like a one party store candle, yeah. but it did it did stay lit the whole day, apparently. Mm-hmm. Now, hmm, in his, po- <laughs> in his pocket? <laughs> no, 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 his wife had it. Right. Yeah. He rolled onto the fire with it, though. Where was it? Was he holding it? She she literally, like, in the last minute, came up to him and put it in so his been, hand. He's like, been that holding was, a... F- like, the uh, last okay. frame of yeah. okay. the last okay. minute. Okay, that helps a lot. Okay, going back into this. See, to me, the thing that really lands this is not so much the fire as it is the implication that the good sis could not just climb down the ladder to get off. Because I don't think the fire is what dele- defeats <laughs> yeah. him. He just chooses to jump. Yeah, it really does seem like he just kind of like, trips. <laughs> like, I think it's really more about the precariousness, the height. There's a lot going on here. But that that shit is not that bad. <laughs> okay, wait, also, really yeah, quick, this... I just realized, does this mean that, like, the bad guy wins? Or is he the good guy? Or is there not... No, Matt Hardy was definitely the bad guy, I think. That was just the point of view, you know? Yeah, I th- that's, th- that's, you know, maybe from his point of view, the Jedi people. <laughs> yeah. So Matt Hardy is the good guy. No. No. Matt, no, he's no. The ba- okay. I was fucking he's the, right. bad he's the bad guy. guy. Okay, <laughs> good. So the bad guy wins. Yeah. That's correct. Well, is this common in wrestling? Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I just want to make sure. I was just curious. It's... I was like, wow, that was kind of like a downer ending if you think about it, because this motherfucker mm-hmm. just won. I just <laughs> love how delicate, it's so delicate the way that he hoists him by his panties <laughs> <laughs> and onto the sand. That's his brother. <laughs> God, a feud between brothers, the classic fight or something. This episode is sponsored by Friends of the Pod, Disney's Loki. Um... <laughs> Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm actually excited uh, for Loki. I, the, I hate that I the, That's how you get a disease. That's how you get your Discord icon has yeah. been a picture yeah. of Loki for the last three years, no matter what your use for Discord is. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll tell you what, I'm excited. It's going to be a Loki summer. It's going to be great. Un- unlike unlike the Loki show, this show will not be continuing Damn. in the summer. This it's true. Is, uh, this is yeah. the end of the big match minute at least, at least for, for now. now 
Uh, if something really good jumps out, I might try to pitch Diet Coke on a revival. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe the we'll big, see. the big, the big match. <laughs> like I think I'm gonna do a lot better job picking them in the future. <laughs> I've learned a lot this season. But uh, we, we, this is not the end of Diet Coke and Ice uh, Creative mm-hmm. Partners. A couple things we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be starting up streaming again. We're also gonna be starting up another podcast. What's the podcast. We had you on. Well, you. Emily was on Ghost Puncher when we announced mm-hmm. Big Match, and so we only thought it was appropriate. We, Emily and I, are going to be starting up a little podcast. Or, sorry, Diet Coke. Diet yeah. Coke. <laughs> right. That's my name. She's, I'm Diet she's, Coke. Yeah. She's yeah, Diet yeah, Coke. Yeah. Uh, which is important because the podcast is called Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Oh, my That's God. Right. And it's we're going to be talking about snacks. Just snacks? Snacks eating snacks. That's I the podcast. I love that for you. We have a long history of being very opinionated about snacks in each yeah. other's yes. directions. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> so, sorry, I just want to show and tell one more thing for Amanda. Please. <laughs> Please. Oh, yeah. Now, is that yeah. supposed to be like a stack of flapjacks or a... Tw- that's, uh, that's lasagna. <laughs> Which we famously disagree okay, on. Okay, I want to hear. The, yeah. Tell me the lasagna information. Diet Coke doesn't like lasagna. I think lasagna is an overrated dish. I think. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Have you had good lasagna? That's what everybody says. I've had. I've. I. Have I, you, you gone know, to I a restaurant you know, and ordered lasagna? I've gone to a nice Italian restaurant and ordered lasagna. All yes, right. That's well, correct. then you are doomed to die an unsatisfied yeah. person. Because you've been it's, given a gene that does not allow you to enjoy lasagna, and I'm so sorry. But lasagna is good, and also the orange cat likes it. It's good. It's yeah, the orange. I don't cat like the likes orange cat. Either. Yeah, I like a, I like a different orange cat. I guess yeah, it's more accurate. Wait, yeah. which orange cat? I, I I am a Heathcliff partisan. Oh my god! All right, I know, right? I know. Heathcliff rules. All right, you see. Heathcliff has to put up with so much abuse, but the second I say I don't enjoy Garfield, everybody gets upset. I have anchored myself to this (laughs) even. Garfield is great, though. Heathcliff is fine. Heathcliff Heathcliff is like, Heathcliff? Okay, if we're talking Garfield versus Heathcliff. Uh First of all, fat phobia in action, Garfield is the fatter of the two, and therefore I must support him. Second of all, Heathcliff is like the ruby rose of cats. Garfield is like the old, aged <laughs> dyke who you meet at like a park and she has like three natty lights to her name and is, is like chain smoking out of a chair. And Heathcliff is like, oh yeah, I'm Heathcliff. And you're like, yeah, I understand what you have going on, but I need somebody who really doesn't give a shit about how they look. Thank you very much. Um, so the affectation of Heathcliff, the jacket, it's just too much for me. Well, listen, the jacket is from the cartoon, and I don't like the cartoon. That is that is hashtag not my Heathcliff. <laughs> I like the Heathcliff comic in which he, he does not wear a leather jacket. All right, all right. I'll give you I'll give you comic Heathcliff. The thing about 
Garfield that is wonderful is that the magic of animation actually lends so much to Garfield, especially when he has like a really schlubby voice and he's like, I'm Garfield. It just sounds like he just is about to die. That is the Garfield mm-hmm. that I believe in. I, I will give you that because animation only takes away from Heathcliff. I actually really fucking hate the Heathcliff cartoon. I think it sucks. Uh, but the Heathcliff comic is a completely different entity and, uh, and better than Garfield. All right. All right. Well, we're going to have to... Uh, we're gonna have to come to an impasse. I mean, my orange comic cat of choice is probably Hobbs. Um, I mean, yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Hobbs above all. Else. Hobbs above all uh-huh. else. Supreme. I'm trying to think about where Hobbs falls in like the gay taxonomy. Um, <laughs> I feel like that it's just like a like a very snobby verse legend. Um, but yeah, she makes fun of my record collection, but won't tell me why. Yeah, and she's got like the gentrifier mullet. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. She's like, oh. Cool receiver. Yeah, no, I used to have one of those too. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, Audio Technica. No, that's great. When I worked at the record store, I sold those to people like you. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. (laughs) Hey, Diet Coke. Yeah, what's up? It's like this is the end of the podcast. Uh Like, the whole podcast. Yeah. There's it's no more Big Match Minute no, anymore fucks. after this. Yeah, it's in the ground. And at this momentous occasion, do you not think that maybe like we could have something at least friendly to say to the people at home that have come with us on this wild and crazy little journey we've been on? I don't think that, and I'm not sorry about it.